Hello, hello, this is Tom Arnish speaking. If you need parts and tools for hyperdetailing, and I'm sure you need some, then just visit my webshop www.anyz.io or visit me at the Scale Model Challenge. Stand B1. See ya. Welcome everyone to this special announcement about our plans for Scale Model Challenge 2023. With me is the inimitable Tracy Hancock. Inimitable. Uh, we'll both be going to the show, so we're here to tell you about all the plans we've got for what we're doing uh, for the Spree Cuts Union at Scale Model Challenge 2023. Firstly, Tracy, should we tell them about the special award we'll be presenting? Yes, we have been sitting on this... Uh announcement for a little while just to be coy i guess really i mean we've known what we were going to do uh for quite a while chris and i are both for sure pushing this element in our own work but it's also something that you see represented incredibly well at smc and uh last year's world model expo so we will be doing a special award for the best storytelling uh in our opinion that we see at smc this year it's an award that I think is broad enough that we could award it to any category uh, more or less in the show. So a lot of possibilities, uh, but it'll be fun for us to just pick something that, that resonates with us that we hope, you know, resonates with you guys and, and give a little special recognition to people or a person that we think is, is just kind of kicking ass in that particular endeavor right now. Now, I should say you don't need to mark your model in any way to put it in contention for this. You don't need to notify us or anything like that. Tracy and I will be going around the show uh, having a really good look at the competition. Uh, we'll perhaps do a shortlist, get together, uh, discuss it, and we'll come up with the model that we think best sums up, best uh, storytelling in miniature in the show. So uh, any model you put in that tells a story is eligible, whether it's a figure, aircraft, armor, diorama, gunpla, anything at all. Just put it in, and uh, and we will pick our favourite from the show. Yes, which is going to be no easy task, I can yeah. tell you, because... We've got 3,000 uh, models to look at, Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> well, 3,000 models to oogle, because the you know the tables are just going to be sagging under the weight of all the talent that's going to be there, so... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's an embarrassment of riches, the competition at, uh, at that show, it really is. Yeah, it really is, and we hope that the people who are making it for the first time, making that journey for the first time. I just can't see how they're not going to be blown away. All right. Now, we also have two uh, very special panels at the show, uh, one on Saturday for Ordnance and one on Sunday for Figure Painters. Uh, Tracy, why don't you tell us about the Ordnance panel? Well, in SMC language, Ordnance is anything that's not uh, <laughs> basically a figure, a fantasy figure. So... Armor, aircraft, diorama vignettes. Ships, all that stuff. Yeah, 
all of that stuff is ordnance. So we've tried to come up with uh, a pretty broad spectrum, but again, keeping it small enough where it feels like an intimate conversation. Um, so for ordnance, we're going to be able to sit down and have a chat with uh, Fanch Lubin, Renee Vanderhart, Lester Plaskett, Peter Usher, Alex Clark, and Moraine Van Giels. So an absolute all-star cast for the Saturday ordinance conversation. We plan on having some prepared questions, and then we'll have a mic set up where people from the audience can ask a few questions as well. Sunday's panel will be made up of figure painters. You'll be able to see Marion Ball, Magnus Fagerberg, 2K, Natalie Orax, David Lane, and Margot Crombecker. If you want to come along, listen to how they do what they do, why they do what they do, and ask them some questions, that'll be Sunday. The room uh, used for the panels is to be announced, so we'll get back to you uh, later on with details about that. Keep an eye on the Sprue Cuts page and on the Scale Model Challenge page as well. And I want to do a big thank you, we both do, to Robert for organising this for us uh, at Scale Model Challenge. Absolutely. And speaking of Robert, Chris actually sat down with him uh, last week, had a little chat about how progress for uh, preparations for SMC are going. He actually touches a little bit on some of the questions that we feel like people might have about the difference between judging an open system contest versus, you know, an IPMS style first, second, and third. So I think that's uh, that's going to be interesting to a lot of people. And uh, I'm personally a little bummed that I missed the conversation because conversations with Robert are always a lot of fun. It was supposed um, to be 20 minutes. We did 45. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, he's just he's just so much fun to to talk to and yeah. honestly it's it's kind of the only time we're going to get to talk to him. I think, you know, if if it's uh if this year's anything like years past, he's he's just going to be running around so much that we're barely going to get a chance to to have a lot of time to talk to him. Um but that's the price you pay for throwing the best party in the world. So um, he and Margot are going to be running around like crazy. We'll, we'll have a chance to say a little bit to them. But um, these little conversations we have beforehand are, are real gold to us. So hopefully you'll enjoy them as well. I have suggested to him before that we sit down at the show and talk. But he always looks like a fire chief, at a, a ten alarm fire <laughs> running around all over yeah. the place sorting stuff out. Yeah, I mean, they've got a great crew there, but, you know, just things always come up that need your attention. Yeah, for sure. All right, so here it is. Here's a chat I had with Robert. Hi, this is Scott from the Scale Modeler Supply, Australia's largest hobby paint manufacturer. Just popping by to tell you about some of the shows coming up here in Australia. We'll be at GHMX in Brisbane on September 30th and October 1st, doing some special demo sessions and then trading at the South Australia Model Expo in Adelaide on October 7th and 8th, and Scale ACT in Canberra on November 11th and 12th. It'll be great to catch up with everyone, so I hope to see you there. Welcome back, Robert Cronbecker to the Spreecuts Union. You're here to tell us a bit more about uh, Scale Model Challenge. Last time we had you on, you said that uh, registration was going to be opening, I think, on the 1st of August. That's so right. So registration's well underway now. Yes. Well, hi, Chris. <laughs> Happy to be yeah. back again. I hope the listeners don't mind me <laughs> don't mind me showing up again. I don't um, care. They'll get you anyway, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We started uh, August 1 with the registrations, and uh, 
because um, we're closing a little bit earlier with the, the pre-registrations than we did in the past. Uh, we stopped on October 1 this time, so we thought we better start early because everybody's, of course, anxious to uh, to register their models. And uh, because they've been painting and building and uh, doing, their, doing their thing for SMC, of course. So uh, uh, because... We need we need a bit more time to prepare everything for for the show, so that's why we stop at uh, on October one uh, with the pre registration. So uh, yeah, we thought we'd give the people a bit more time than before because um, I just found out that last time in two thousand nineteen we started only in September one, so one month later. But we were so anxious to start this time, so uh, <laughs> because yeah, also because of the new app or oh, the new app the yeah. uh, the the. the Improved, improved application for the contest uh, is so cool that and, and, and so easy to work with that it's uh, you know everything uh, goes automatically or almost uh, yeah you, just, uh, you you follow it every now and then the, how many people register and who registers and who is the first and uh, there's always there's always a bunch of people that. Register pretty early, so you see all. Well, the... someone has to be first, don't they? I mean, come on. Yeah, but why always the same? <laughs> <laughs> it's Margot, isn't it? No, no, it's not Margot. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she doesn't participate in the contest, so she's not allowed. <laughs> uh, now you've been running uh, electronic registration, yes, for years. I mean, I can remember doing it. Certainly, yeah. 2015, 2014 maybe. Mm. That early was it? Yeah, well, yeah. I think when we started it, that was pretty early on. That was actually already in 2000. No, not registration, but uh, I think they 2008, I think already, we had uh, the whole thing in, was written in Access. Hmm. It's a standard program that nobody ever works with anyway. <laughs> and probably <laughs> it, it, went, it went in oblivion nowadays. But Database uh, managers know it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's database managers. I, I have absolutely no idea. But we had two very smart women that uh, fixed that for us. But um, yeah, so that was in 2008. And I, at some point, um, I don't know if I came up with it or somebody else and who said, yeah, maybe we could do the registration a bit more easy. So um, I think it started as early as 2010 or 11 that the first steps of, of well it wasn't called emperor at the time but um, the first steps of an automatic registration program was made and at that time we didn't do pre-registration online mm -hmm. uh, but we did at the show that we had the um, uh, what was it called the working stations or the, the you know we had the 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 registration yeah, that, desks and stuff. Yeah, and so people could register their own models and it would be uh, all handled at the day of the contest because at that time the show was only one day. So mm -hmm. everything was handled in one day. Um, and I think we, I think the first show we had about like in 2007, we had about 300 entries in the competition, but that soon grew to near to a thousand i think in 2010 2011 um so we needed something to do it quickly because it was only a one-day show um and from there the whole thing progressed and became more uh uh, uh how to say uh more complicated also to manage uh 
and we had several people working on the system and then I think in 2019 it was almost perfect uh, except for one little glitch and then uh, somebody else stepped in and uh, helped us to, to write the whole coding of the, the program much better. And that's the one that was used at the World Model Expo, and that was really flawless. And it's been working now. They, they're using it at a few different shows as well, because I said to the guy, that, that to Bart Turnus, who was one of the guys, who was the guy that actually developed it, well, mostly for what it is now. Um, and then Ben Curry stepped in in 2020 to, to write something for the World Model Expo, and then Ben Curry and Bart are now running the Emperor th thing by themselves. I stepped out of it. I said, you guys do what you want with it. And so they did. So um, they have this system, and um, uh, there's a show in, in Warsaw that used it. There's uh, the, the... Contrast, was it? Yeah, it was Contrast. And then uh, Freak Wars in uh, Spain is using it now. That's a show that's running in September. And they have a few other shows that uh, are now interested in the system. And... Uh, well, it's a good system. I think for small shows, up to 250 models, if I'm not wrong, uh, it's free to use. If it mm. becomes more than that, there's a, a small or larger fee, depending on your competition uh, involved, because, you know, those guys, they spend a lot of time in it, and they run it on a server that also costs money, so um, things have to be paid. And uh, But it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, it works, uh, well, as far as... Until now, it works problem-free. So I uh, think yeah. for listeners, probably the most important aspect would be what what's the user experience of registering for the show. I mean, if someone wants to register for Scale Model Challenge now, mm -hmm. first they go to the Scale Model Challenge website and look for the yeah, contest page. Yeah, you go page. to the Scale Model Challenge website, indeed. Mm -hmm. uh, you go to the contest uh, page. Uh, use the menu, please. That's why that's what the menu is for. And if you use it on the phone, it's the the, the three horizontal bars on the right mm. top top right on your screen. Uh, for those who don't use, uh, who are not used to using menus. Anyway, uh, you go to the the contest page, and then at the bottom you uh, find a link to the um, uh, to Emperor to SMC Emperor, and um, you. You make your account there. Uh, I think after you make the account, you uh, you can you yeah you, you can choose your level in either of the competitions because we split the competition into figures and ordnance mainly. Ordnance being scale modeling, so everything not not figure related. Uh, so it could be boats uh, or ships, aircraft, tanks, whatever, um, and then. Uh, for each of them, for figures and for ordnance, you can choose a different level that you want to enter in. So if you only enter figures, for figures you choose your level, standard or master, uh, or even beginner, because there's also beginner's class for figures. Um, and then you enter your models, and, you, and, and it only shows you the classes that are relevant for the level that you choose. So you don't get all... 44 classes of the competition. But you have to scroll through all the time looking for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, there's a drop-down menu and there's still quite a few um, for you to choose from if you have standard or masters, but still, it's, uh, it's it, I think it's pretty easy. And, and, and then if you have, besides figures, you also have some ordnance that you do, you have a plane or whatever, 
and you're pretty new in building models, then you say, okay, maybe I want to enter it only in standard, so you can. Uh, for ordnance, you can use a different level than you use in the figures class and, or in the figures competition. Um, but you can also choose to do both you know, at the same level, standard or masters, depending on your experience and your previous uh, results in uh, at SMC. Because we expect that people uh, that won a gold medal in previous as at previous SMCs that they move a level up. If they win a gold medal in standard, then we expect them to shoot, to enter into masters the year mm -hmm. after. So. And the ones who won gold medals in 2019, they had four years to practice. So um, I think yeah. <laughs> they would be well-established masters by now. Yeah. Of course. So, uh, you know, so that's basically so, so that's basically the system. Um, <clears throat> and we are we have for ordnance we have one beginners class, and for figures we have one beginners mm -hmm. class as well, uh, which are basically meant for the true beginners in the hobby that really want to do their first steps into competitions or in in the hobby. As such, so we give them the opportunity to uh, to also enter the competition and show their models to the to the visitors. Now, once they're registered, they can go back in at any time to change the yes. details. So, say they, you know, if they're like me and they're clumsy and they drop a model or something, and they, <laughs> they want to bring it. They can go in and delete that one, or if they finish something they didn't expect to finish, they can add it up to a certain oh. date. And yeah. then, what date is the cut off for amending your? Um, you Entries. also until October one. Mm. So you enter your models now. You can add something. You can delete something uh, until October one, and then after that, we close the pre-registration. That also means that you cannot change anything anymore. Um, I think you can still print your list of entries this time. So you, you can enter the system, but you cannot change anything anymore. You can't amend it, yeah. Uh, so, and, but you can still print your list of models, uh, which is convenient. I mean, um, well, we get to that later. But yeah, you can you can change an, anything up to uh, October one. Um, what we also changed compared to previous years is that now we have a fixed fee per participant, so we you don't pay per model anymore, but you just pay a fixed fee. If you pay before October one, it's uh, twelve twelve fifty. Mm -hmm. um, That's euros, right? In, in euros, yes, yep. exactly. <laughs> and um, and uh, at the show itself, you can you you can also still pay for your pre registrations, but then the charge, or also when you enter everything at the show itself, it's twenty euros. So. I think it's a good reason to uh, to register now and uh, make sure that the payment is out before October one as well, because payment also the opportunity to pay is also closes at October one. Now, one thing I've always loved is the the experience. Uh, once you've registered, you've got your models done, you you got yourself to the show, found your way through the maze of the hotel, and you, you're there at the registration desk, <laughs> and there's no forms to fill out. There's no funny in about coming up with receipts and stuff you just give your name and the people there have your name and an envelope with your entry details in right yes yeah because yeah that, that, that's true and, and and i have to add that now if you have paid your fee in case you doubt mm. on your uh, models list i mean there's a button that says print list so you can you can print your own mm. list of entries it also says whether you have paid or not <laughs> 
So in case you, you, you forgot about that, if it says paid, thank you very much, because we are polite, uh, you have paid. If it doesn't say that, you still have to pay at the show. So uh, that's also a, a change that we made uh, this year. You can still register on the day. You can uh, until one o'clock. So yep. the show opens at 10. So does the registration. And uh, so everybody is uh, queuing up uh, from 10 o'clock or maybe even a little bit earlier um, until one o'clock uh, on Saturday. Uh, what is it? The fourteenth? Yeah, fourteenth of October, uh, and then the re- the whole registration closes because usually there are quite some people that still register completely at the show itself. So we also give we also have that opportunity. So the terminals are still are still up there. So um, yeah, new registrations are always welcome until one o'clock because then we really close because we have one hour later we have the judging uh, the judges briefing. And at three o'clock, the judging starts. So um, everything works very fast. And that's the advantage of the system because, you know, as soon as it's one o'clock and everything is registered and, and done, uh, you know, it's done. <laughs> it's it's yeah. ready. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't need to do any more paperwork. You know, that's, yeah. uh, that's the good side. The only thing is that they still have to do some, uh, have to fix because there are always some no-shows, people mm. that don't show up. For yeah. one, one reason or the other, or the other, um, and they delete those from the from the system, and then never off. And the uh, the experience. I mean, you pick up your envelope, and in your envelope, you've got um, tags. I seem to recall with uh, uh, a number sequence on them. Yeah, which that, is that, that's why we have the yeah. list. Um, yeah. The we we also. So you got for all the pre-registered uh, models, we have two lines or two desks where you can pick up uh, your envelope. Um, in the envelope are is again your list with entries, and there are stickers inside, removable stickers. I may add that you stick to the base of your model. If you don't have a bit, if your model doesn't have a base, we also have cards that you can put that sticker on that card. It's a small card, small square card, uh, card that you just add to your model. And uh, because that sticker carries the uh, the model identification number, so we know uh, which model it is. Because if you don't have that sticker, it becomes impossible for the judges to find it in their... Uh, in their system so they cannot judge it so but also it means it's from the judging point of view it's truly anonymous they don't know who made these models you know you're not going to know from a entry form or anything like that as far as they know they've got a list of models there there to judge they've got numbers to tell them make sure they're looking at the right one and that's it yeah all the names and stuff is kept to the the back office so to speak yeah i think the the coding on the on the sticker is like it has the user id so Mm. number one being chris maddings whatever and then uh, it has the model idea, which consists of, uh, I think, three or four, di- no, probably four digits. And then there is, uh, what is it? Oh, yeah, uh, slash. And then there's the class number. Mm. Or maybe the class, it starts with the class number. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, the, the, there are three numbers, three numbers on there that are uh, important for the judges. And then, um, well, they, they, they simply judge using their mobile devices because 
they have um, like say they have um, squares on their screen with the numbers of the user ideas. So zero zero one being Chris Mannings, but they don't know that is Chris Mannings. They only yeah. have the number, and then they look for the pieces that number zero zero one has entered, and they select that uh you know zero zero one contestant and then uh on the screen appears the uh appear all the uh models from that particular class from that particular modeler and then they can say okay the i don't know number four is the one that we think is up for a medal or the best one from your display and that one gets a gold medal because contrary to what we did at world model expo where you had the three judges each scoring individually and then the system would add up um, the numbers and give you the medals. Uh, this time the judges just say, oh, no, it's uh, gold, silver, bronze, highly commanded, or unfortunately it's not a medal or not a, not a highly commanded for you. Now you mentioned displays as well. Uh, you get some kind of like wooden rod skewer things you put around your display and the the uh yeah we have the, we have, have kebab skewers that we use for yeah. uh <laughs> i was trying to be to separate, trying to be like wooden rods from the others. yeah yeah <laughs> no you have fine turned owls and uh <laughs> yeah. yeah but the judges judge the display so they look there they look say which is the best of these and then they judge you based on that so yeah. it's not like you go through every model saying are the wheel straight and all that kind of ridiculous <laughs> no we don't, we don't look at the bottom of the tank no so, <laughs> no 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 but it's it's uh no we we just pick out if you have in that particular class you have four models they look at the four models and they decide the judges decide okay which one earns the be the highest award and that one is awarded so if you get one gold it doesn't mean the other three don't apply for a medal but mm. They can also choose, by the way, because there's a toggle uh, for the judges that they can also use to uh, award the complete display for mm -hmm. gold or silver or bronze or highly commanded. That's also still a possibility if there is no real difference between all the four models and they might decide on that. But it's always nice to you know to know that particular model is the best of my display, I think. But, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. How many judges do you have? I think 40, 43 or 44 this time. And how many entries did you have in 2019? Because obviously it's too early to say this year. Uh, well, I think it was a little a little over, no, a little under 2,000, I think. Uh, I'm not really sure because 2018 we had a little bit more. 2019, I think there were about 100 less than, than in 2018. I think 2018 we had a little over 2,000. So, I don't know, maybe 1,900 and, and, and a bit. That was in 2019, yeah. And how long does it take to judge those models? How long is judging open for? Uh, sort of depends. Um, we start at 3 o'clock with judging, and usually the last ones, the last ones are finished 8.30, 9 o'clock. I was going to say, I think the best of decisions are taken about nine o'clock aren't they something like that yeah we used to do it but we learned the trick uh at world model expo uh, because uh I, I, I now i say eight thirty nine o'clock for the last ones it's usually the fantasy masters 
uh, figures that mm. take longest. And yeah, that's usually the, the, the class that takes that, that, that they finish late, late usually. Uh, because usually the, that competition is pretty strong and there's a lot of, a lot of quality in that competition. So there's always a lot of discussion about uh, how to divide the medals. Um, there's a lot of entries in that. Yeah, as well, isn't it? usually one of the largest, mm. but it's also one of the most difficult ones to judge because even within that category, the styles are so different mm. and, it, well, you know, one style is not necessarily better than the other. Yeah. So there can be a lot of discussion or, you know, thinking mm. uh, from the judges about uh, how to judge because, you know, we want everybody, every piece to be, you know, we want everyone to be judged properly so yeah. you know it, it does take time but honestly there are classes that are finished much much earlier than that um you know some are even ready already at six o'clock yeah ships doesn't usually take too long hopefully it'll take longer <laughs> this year <laughs> honestly uh i think we have quite a few well we have a lot more ships than we used to i think all of the ordnance classes have grown a lot over the last few years actually yeah, well, I think, I think well, armor was always strong, but I think a lot of modelers are trying different things as well now. Yeah, I mean, before you know, when I started in this hobby uh, two hundred and sixty years ago, I think uh, <laughs> you, you built tanks or you didn't build tanks. <laughs> you yeah. built aircraft, or you built aircraft, or you built ships, or you didn't build ships. You know, that was it. Yeah, and, single subjects modelers basically. I, I think you find yeah, and, and there are a lot of them. There are a lot of those still around. And you know, fine for them. But I see a lot of people that try a lot of different things. And uh, I think w when Wingnut Wings came up, uh, I think a lot of uh, armor modelers started, uh, you know, giving a go at that. For instance, yeah. um, which was a good decision. And now you have the the Max and the Gundams and uh, uh, you know that kind of stuff that also appeals to uh, armor modelers. And you know. Uh, there, there are a lot of people that try different things, and that's—I think—that's only good. Because if I look at the entries now, I mean, there are some people that have, you know, the, I think the the one with the most models at the moment is a guy with nineteen pieces, and <laughs> it, and, figures. And, 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 and it goes from from here to there. You know, it's uh, yeah, the fantasy figures, uh, historical figures, a diorama, a vignette, a. Uh, uh, an aircraft. He has. He's got. He has all kinds of stuff. I'm really looking forward to see that. But two thousand mo models in six hours with forty five touches is pretty good. But, yeah, it is pretty good. But it, you know, depends on how you judge. I think, or or how your system works. Um, you know, I, I said it a couple of times before, and I think it has been explained well thoroughly by a lot of people uh, we use the open system so that means that you uh, the judges look at what is appealing in a model and you know what stands out and that's what they start looking for first and it only comes down to when you start well nitpicking is maybe not the right word but you, you, you become a little more critical as a judge mm. when it comes to dividing the medals and especially in the golds and the silvers and especially even more in the master classes. Uh, at our show, we have a set of judging criteria, what we think is important for that particular category. Um, so with with uh, 
with vehicles for, for military vehicles for instance it's you know construction is is part of it it's you know is valid for a certain percentage of the total uh the finishing is the presentation is um yeah, blah blah it's, it's all you can also everybody can find all those all these things on our website by the way in four languages so um i think there's there are no secrets there uh, so that's what we look for in 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 that particular model. If if you enter a, a diorama, we think the storytelling for a diorama is is you know is key. That's that's one of the most important components. If your 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 model doesn't tell the, uh, an immediate story, you might consider putting it in a different category, whatever. Um, so um, so yeah, it's. Um, we try to give the the judges um, a lot of tools that they can use. It doesn't mean that it's all. Oh, how do you say? You it's it's difficult to take out all the subjectivity from the judging because you know it's a judged sport. So yeah, it's but, human beings, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah, exactly. But we try to we we try to eliminate that. But let's mm. say those criteria are the same for every level. In the competition, so for the standard and the masters, also even for beginners, but we expect the judges to judge a bit more loosely with the beginners. And you know, yeah. when it comes to masters, some things are mm, more or less unforgiving if you do it wrong. <laughs> more, 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 more so in masters than in standard. So that's basically the idea behind it. Now, a lot of people who don't understand the system have a problem with this concept of judging to a standard what sort what standard are we talking about here well um the ones against it say will say that this is very vague as well but you basically we we say and that's the open system you judge a piece against the current standard of the hobby and the current standard of the hobby is different than it was 20 or 30 years ago hmm. So somebody who won a lot of medals 20 years ago or 15 years ago may find him or herself not winning anything at this moment because they haven't progressed in their technique or, you know, in the, they haven't progressed at all. Um, so, yeah, it, it's not that you compare the model or your that entry to what the neighboring uh modeler has put on the table but against the current standard um of course and i admit it's a little bit theoretical because if you you know if you have two pieces and you might think okay this is a gold is the other one also a gold or is it silver blah 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 you can and then we always say you can dis you can debate about this for ages you can also say if some if some, if two things are really very good and maybe they are finished in a totally different style then both give them a gold or both give them yeah. both a silver or whatever. I mean, don't, I mean, I have medals that could, that last for the next four years if people are generous, if the judges are generous. So we, what we don't do is, um, we, we don't limit the number of medals that you can give. We do say to the judges, you know, don't overdo it. I mean, value models. Uh, don't give participation trophies. <laughs> yeah, don't give <laughs> you have to earn it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you know, if you win a gold model in Masters, I mean, it, it's worth something. Uh, yeah. 
also if you win a gold a gold medal in in standard, it also it also means something. First of all, it means that next year you have to step up to, to standard. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a recognition, and and you know that's basically what it is the medals are a recognition of your work and we really want judges to be open-minded and don't look for the flaws but look for the positive things first and when push really comes to shove you can say okay i have two aircraft here and one they're both sublime but the other one has the wheels not really aligned is that then worth still a gold or is it worth a silver okay Let's look at the judging criteria for that for this particular class. And yes, construction is part of that. <laughs> construction is part of it. And especially, you know, again, when you go to the master's class or the master's level, you know, things have to be better than at standard level. That's 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 the way it is. Otherwise, we could just as well do it with one, with one level only. So and this is why um, it's important to have judges are experienced that know you know the hobby as it stands at the moment and exactly. that can judge as well because it's not necessarily the same thing is it to, to no. be a good modeler and be able to judge no not not at all uh we, we we did have good modelers that turned out to be um not so good judges in the sense that they were very very hard and i honestly when i judged in the beginning i used to judge very hard as well I was told off by Ivan for judging too hard. I think a lot of the time. <laughs> At our show. <laughs> yeah, I think you kind of, sometimes when you're starting out, because I was quite new then as well, um, I think you, you kind of look at everyone else and think, oh, I can do better than that, therefore. Do you know what I mean? You, you, yeah. you don't kind of, you judge it to your level, not to the hobby's level, if you see what I mean. And, and uh, I'm probably sounding really arrogant now. But I mean, you, you kind of, <laughs> if you see a fault you would make, and you see someone else make it, you think, oh, well, that's not, you know. I wouldn't yeah. get a goal, so they shouldn't kind of thing or, or well, something like that. You know, I was, I was, um, my stuff was judged on certain things and I asked judges for some feedback, uh, why it got a highly commended or, or a bronze or whatever. And they pointed out a certain stuff. So they put, they pointed out certain things. And then you start looking at those things even more. When you judge yourself and you think, hey, yeah, yeah, but you know, uh, I didn't get uh, a silver because I did that and that and that wrong, and, and that's what I see on this model as well. He did that and that and that and that wrong, and I think, hmm. After a while, I thought maybe that's the wrong approach. <laughs> that's what Ivan said to me. He said, you're, yeah. "You're doing the wrong thing. You're looking for things that that you need to be looking for what they've done really well." Exactly. Exactly, and once I started looking at it that way around, mm. it was it's actually easier as well. You well, could, you know, it, judge models better. It's also the, the, the you know, you, I, I, I've judged quite a lot now, and mm. you know, you sometimes judge with people, and they start, you say, yeah, but you know, I don't like that particular color green that the, the model used, and I think, yeah, so, so what? <laughs> <laughs> That's irrelevant, right? Yeah, well, you know, if if a thing is how well they used it is relevant, but. I, I, yeah, but it's 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 not the technique itself, but how how well it is applied. For yeah. example, you know you can do rain streaks and you can do rain streaks on the model. You know you can, well, you can do rain streaks and brush strokes. Let's let's put it that way. You can, you know, it's uh, it's it, it's it's yeah. And, and I think the the more you the more you you model yourself or the more you judge, mm. you really know how how things work 
out um, or how it should have been done or how the technique is applied and even without and those are the best models in my opinion is if you look at a model and you really see all kinds of things happening and you really don't see the this you, you really can distinct the or distinguish the techniques that are being used you really have to look for it. i mean if if it's very obvious what kind of technique is being used yeah. um it's usually not well done not always the whole model is not so well balanced though. yeah it's not so yeah it's not so well balanced because nice good that you mentioned it what we have in our one of the judging criteria for a lot of things is uh for example in dioramas is uh the technical balance which means which translates into okay are, are all the components on the diorama at the same level so are the figures yeah. uh, the vehicle or whatever it is or and, and and you know the groundwork and everything else is it is it balanced because sometimes you see a wonderful model could be a tank or, or an aircraft whatever and you see very terrible figures next to it uh, maybe then if if your figures are not that good you might you know consider putting the piece in in an aircraft class or in a vehicle class where the figure as such is not so much being judged as um, as, as as the model itself but you know like i said i think it's worthwhile that people i think it's really worth it that people read the judging criteria before they actually enter models because it explains a lot um and it also saves time because if something is really in a wrong con uh, category we have to move it i found as well because the judges are listed on a lot of them on facebook you can always just drop them a message and say look i was thinking of putting this in vignettes is it a yeah. vignette or is it a diorama or and they'll say you know you should probably put it into that one actually i, I we got a margo got a question today from a spanish mm -hmm. uh, figure painter that wasn't sure if he had to add this model into uh, uh historical figures or as an historical diorama so he showed us the idea and i told him where to you know where to in which category to enter it so uh because some it's sometimes it's still you know it's not always easy to find the right uh, to find the right class and I, I remember from the euro military days that they also used uh, some judging criteria and you know if you were smart you built your model accordingly and yeah. you could place yeah but you know it, it does it does uh, save disappointment because if you make something that is you know in your eyes is, is nice and maybe in itself is nice but it doesn't you know it doesn't um, click take all the boxes that are mm. required for that particular class or category you know you might end up disappointed and i think it was i have to say at euro militaire they were pretty strict on that you know if there was something that uh, uh i i, I remember some of uh, the discussion ones that there, were, there, were, there was a vehicle I, I judged in a vehicle class and there was this great great tank uh with a lot of extras on it mm. and then I was told by the head judge, yeah, but you know, you don't have to, the, the embellishments, as we call it, are unimportant because this is only about the vehicle. 
<laughs> I really said that, but that's complete bullshit because this whole thing, the, all mm. these embellishments made this model interesting. It told the story. It said, you know, it said everything. And I was really, oh, I'd say I was not happy that I, and I, I went to the model and I said, listen, I, I wasn't allowed to give you a gold because of this and this and this. And that was one of the reasons why we at SMC do not interfere with the judge's decisions. Mm. Unless it's something blatantly obvious, um, obviously wrong. If it's some, if, if it's really wrong, I think we would say something, but I can't even remember that that ever happened. Would you really force the issue though, or would you just kind of intervene and try and say, look, you know, look at this again? Well, that's how we would say, yeah, look at this again. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're because, not going to yeah, overrule yeah. someone. No, we're not going to say to somebody, we're not going to tell you, Chris, that, hey, hey, Chris, you're completely wrong, completely off <laughs> uh, on your bike. No, no, no. It's, it's just that we say, okay, listen, uh, uh, and and also that's also the reason why there was a team of three judges because you know mm. there were three opinions and then there's also still uh, uh, we have Ivan Cocker that's uh, who is uh, head head judge for chief judge of the ordnance competition and Fabio mm. Nunari is uh, head judge of the uh, figure competition and they also have a say in that because if the the judging team cannot make up their minds, they can also go to the head judge and say, hey, listen, these are our opinions. And, well, from what I know from Fabio Lunari, he says, uh, okay, look at it again or look at the judging criteria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it happened. It happened before that yeah. they, they couldn't, they, you know, they, they the judges uh, said, okay, but we're, we, you know, we can't agree on uh, what we have to mm -hmm. give. And he said, have you looked at the judging criteria? And then they said, all three of them said, okay, point taken. So, mm. and they used the then they used the judging yeah. criteria really, literally, as a as a as a as a tool. Mm. But that's something we don't ask from all the judges. We, we don't say, hey, this is the Bible, and you have to follow every every everything in it. You know, it's just a, you know, it's, it's a tool they can use and to make it more, well, hopefully more transparent for everybody. Well, we're going to have to wrap that up there, I think. Yes. Um, I just want to thank you for coming on again. Uh, yeah. And uh, we were just going to kind of talk about registration, but I'm really glad we went into judging and stuff as well, given current conversations and <laughs> stuff going around. If only so people know, people that haven't been to Scale Model Challenge know how you do it and how it might differ from other shows or how it's similar to other shows as well, using the open system and stuff like that. So um, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Just a reminder for uh, listeners, what's the website? Uh, com. What a, what a surprise. Okay. <laughs> make, it easy, make it easy on that. Because <laughs> oh, no, com is already given. Uh, there's also Scale Model Challenge on Facebook. There's Scale Model Challenge on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, remember, everyone, you must register before the 1st of October. Ideally, I would get on and register now. If you register something and you don't finish it in time doesn't matter you can delete it if you finish something you didn't expect to finish and you want to take it or it came out better than you thought great go along and add it just get on there get registered as soon as possible make it easier for for the guys that's coming on challenge uh, to know what's coming and how much they can expect yeah. and uh, and get your make your own life easy because when you get there on that pre-registered queue as well it goes super fast 
Yes. Just people picking up their stuff, no hanging about, and you get more time to enjoy the show uh, and all the other stuff going on. And there's plenty going on at the show. So head on over to the website, have a look, uh, and find out about all the great vendors, clubs, demonstrations, workshops. Oh, how can I forget the workshops? And everything else going on. <laughs> Anything else they need to know about? Uh, I didn't mention the bar. <laughs> oh. No, no, don't mention because I know don't, you know you're running a show, bar. not a bar with a show attached. Well, they're, they're waiting. They're waiting for us. They're waiting for us. Trust me. Trust me. I know. All right. Thanks, Robert. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed that little chat with Robert and uh, and. Did it stoke the fires for your excitement to go to SMC? Uh, unfortunately, Will was not available for our quick little chat that we're having with you guys today, but he will be back for our next episode, which is episode 50. And episode 50, I'm sure we'll have some, uh, some controversial topics. You know, the internet never uh, disappoints. But uh, we're going to be sitting down. It'll be a little roundtable situation with me and Chris and Will, uh, Matt McDougall from Dukes Models, and Jake McKee. I think it's going to be pretty special. Uh, we're going to get into a lot of different topics, inside and outside of modelling, I think. But um, sometimes you just need to talk, sit down with some good friends and have some really deep chat, and uh, that's what we'll be doing. Like everything yeah. else about this show, it's unscripted, so we don't know what's going to happen whenever we sit down. But our track record's pretty good about about providing yeah. some quality content, so I have no, uh, no doubts that episode 50 will be joining that list. Now, I'll be at Scale Scotland in a couple of weeks uh, on my own. But lucky I'll be, best. yeah, very lucky because the people there, uh, Andy Canning and the team, really looking after me. And I really do appreciate you guys. Thank you for doing that. Uh, I'll be taking the portable recorder with me and getting some chat from uh, a lot of good friends, new and old. And uh, that'll be coming out as a, a special little mini um, special edition after uh, episode 50. So stick around for that as well. All right, thanks for tuning in. We hope to see all of you, I'm sure we won't, but as many of you as possible at Scale Model Challenge. Ciao.